What the heck is a boondoggle? Is it a tournament? No, it's not a freaking tournament. A boondoggle is just an event where a bunch of kayak anglers come together for a weekend of fun and kayak fishing. We all get together and fish, check out industry-related products, have a big dinner, and swap a fishing story or two. What's that? Sounds like a useless waste of time? Yeah, it is. So what? So get your butt up off the couch and get to a boondoggle. Bring yourself. Bring your family. Heck, bring your hairy-ass brother-in-law. I don't care. Just get to a boondoggle. Check out yakangler.com slash boondoggle for more information. Good Monday evening, everybody. I am the host of the Redfish Chuck Show, Charles Levi, also known, obviously, as Redfish Chuck. Joining me, as always, now on the show my uh my two co-hosts that I have here, Mr. Sorebottom, aka Alan Ryland. What's up, everybody? What's up? <laughs> Sorry, brother. And uh <laughs> Mr. Pepe Vidal. <laughs> Jose Vidal, for those of you of you that don't know who Pepe is, Pepe is one of the uh probably one of the top tournament fishermen here in, in central Florida, if not the entire state of Florida as far as kayaks are concerned. So what's up, brother? What's up? How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. It's a, uh, <laughs> it's another Monday night. Uh, yeah, we got one of our guys here's got a got a busted wing. Got it. Got himself a little injury. <laughs> um, but we'll we'll, we'll leave that. that. Yeah, we'll leave that alone for now. But uh, so let's see what what went down this past weekend. Uh, well, for those of you that don't know the rules and regulations, is the way. Florida works nowadays. We had our illustrious three-day red snapper season offshore uh, in our region of the of the woods here on the east central Florida coast. Uh, we don't have red snapper within kayak range, so uh, most those of us that did get in on some of the action, we had to jump aboard a strange vessel made of fiberglass with a combustible engine on it and uh, run offshore and see what we can find. My day was on Sundays when I got a chance to slip out there and, and get after it. We found some fish, shallow water, about 60 foot of water. Uh, they were eating pogies. That's what we were feeding them. And uh, we brought back our three fish limit. We had three guys on the boat, and our biggest was about 25 pounds. Uh, then we had a 19-pounder, I believe, and an 18-pounder. So three solid fish to fit in the box. Uh wish we could have kept a couple more. We caught a few more and uh, a couple sea bass and whatnot, but... Uh, yeah, it was all, all all in all, it was a pretty good day. It was a little rough out there. The wind picked up at one point pretty strong out of the north, northeast, and uh, stood the ocean up a little bit, made it kind of angry, ran from storms there towards the end. But uh, it was all fun nonetheless. I heard, I've heard i gotten some really good reports coming in from guys here on, on, in uh, east central Florida talking about uh, the river still being pretty good, lots of fish being caught, snook, tarpon, redfish, trout. Uh, even some mangrove snappers starting to show up in big numbers, so uh, that's pretty uh, pretty good to hear. Um, I know my guys 
here got out. Alan got out, and Peppy both got out and did a little bit of fishing. Alan, how'd you do, brother? Yeah, uh, not too bad. It was slow. I uh, had to kind of take it easy this weekend, so I uh, stuck to my one of my local stomping ground areas. Short paddle, tried out a uh, a new bait, one of the newest baits by uh, Mr. Sensi with uh, Slayer Inc. It is the Stinky Pink SST. I got a chance to uh, get some of those and tried those out, and the fish didn't cooperate too well. I mean, they wouldn't really uh, didn't really want to hit nothing, but I did manage one probably lower slot uh, little redfish that just basically attacked it from about ten feet away. I mean, he saw it kind of coming through and. Uh, pounced on it. So that was a good thing. So the baits definitely work. It's a great color. Looks like it's going to be a good color, especially for trout, clearer water. Great action as most of the uh the slayer and get that these have. But uh overall, uh went with Wade. He caught about a twenty five, twenty six inch red, I believe, on a uh Slayer S S B molting, I think. And uh that was about it. We chased a few schools around and uh, couldn't really get them to hit. We got in front of them a few times, and uh, just a no-go. We ran into another uh, another Space Coast Kayak Group member, um, Mitch Gordon, I think it was, and uh, he actually got him a pretty decent little-sized tarpon, uh, slot red, and I think a trout, so he did pretty good. Ran into him, talked to him, but other than that, my day was pretty slow, but, uh, you know, Better than sitting at home, so I'll keep that. Good deal. Peppy, how'd you do, man? I went out uh yesterday yesterday morning, just like you. I got on a I got on a um on a boat and headed on out offshore to go get some red snapper. Um we did not have such a good day like you did. Um our day was a lot of sharks. And a lot of sea bass. I mean, a lot of sharks and a lot of sea bass. We did get one red snapper, and that's it. And we did pick up a nice flounder, but that's it. It was pretty slow other than that. And and talk about getting beat up. I mean, we were on a – I actually went on a 21-foot boat, and we got beat up, man. I felt it this morning. I got up this morning, and my butt was hurting. Everything was hurting this morning. <laughs> Yeah, man. It, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Not for any other reason, but just getting beat up, all right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, we were out there, you know, and there's a lot of boats out there. I didn't see, I spoke to FWC, and FWC was telling me, the re- they were telling me the reports on Red Snapper. Friday seems to be was probably the best day for Red Snapper, according to them. A lot of red snapper come in on Friday, and then um, Saturday it was still pretty good. It slowed down some, and then Sunday, supposedly yesterday morning, yesterday yesterday the whole day, pretty much they said they were getting onesies and twosies. You know, it wasn't as hot as the last two days. But I don't know. You know, you get you got those reefs are getting hammered for three days in a row, 24 hours a day, because I'm sure there's boats out there staying out there at night too. So yeah. I'm sure, yeah, they, so I'm sure that has something to do with it, but, but yeah. Yeah, we, uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, I, I got we a, got out. I got a dumb yeah. question. Really quick, I'm sorry. The no This many, many snapper things, since I don't do the Oscar thing much, this was statewide, East Coast, West Coast, North, no, Central. No, just, just East Coast. Just East Coast. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. 
No worries. Uh, when we left the when we left the port, we decided to hook a right and run down to um, down to Cocoa Beach Pier and see if we could find some pogies. And uh, there was no shortage of them right by the pier, but there was a a group of boats, probably forty boats, looking to try and throw nets on pogies. And I don't like to get involved in bumper boats to try and catch stupid bait. So we uh, kept cruising south just a little bit. Alex spotted a couple of uh, small pods on his depth finder, and then uh, all of a sudden we come across, across a huge wad underneath us. And he went, his buddy went to throw the net and totally oh. threw a banana. And uh, so the net didn't open up. We didn't get a single pogey out of it. We couldn't find that group, so we kept looking. We finally found him. Turned around and ran north after we blacked out the well with pogies. Hit up Chris Benson, 60 foot of water, which is about six or seven miles or so off the coast of. Uh, play Linda and uh, you could still see the beach from where we were at just barely off in a distance and uh, proceeded to do work man there was uh, we hit a couple of good spots you know a lot of guys all three days went out deep 21 fathom 27 fathom looking for big fish but we pulled our 25 our 25 pounder out of uh, out of 55 foot of water so you know there's they're in there but it was a lot of fun it's definitely got me and uh, Alex thinking for sure that it's time to uh it's time to throw the uh, the kayaks on the, on Alex's big boat and uh, run them off run them offshore and go play around a little bit. So we may be doing that later on this week if any if any two guys are interested. Sounds good. Uh, I think I might have other plans, like I told you earlier. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And hey, I understand. <laughs> you might you might get yeah. there and open up. The- open up the back of the truck and find me laying there freaking hiding now. But, um, <laughs> so, uh, real quick guys, we got a guest coming on tonight and I'll let Alan, uh, tell you all who's coming here and who's going to be speaking to us. Uh, but I want to run through the chat room real quick. We've got a couple folks in there. We want to thank for showing up. We've got a uh, 51 beach bum fishing for reds, uh, fishing board radio. That's, uh, Mr. Steve Chapman, AKA, uh, Toro. Uh, inside joke if you didn't see his video of him running from a bull that was behind a fence um, a couple of guests there in the chat room feel free to log in if you'd like to so you can get involved in the chat room there you do that with your uh, Facebook page or your or Facebook account or your Twitter account uh, our good buddy Wade uh, got Josh Lager in there we got uh, kayak fishing 2 Peppy's of course in there Randy English real kayak fishing um, scuba Stan my boy Folks, if you haven't seen Scuba Stan, is uh, he's got some uh, he's got a challenge out there. Actually, his wife Holly put up a challenge. She wants to hit 700 likes on her pay, on her uh, picture for the Costa Del Mar uh, pr- um, prize pack that's going on from Costa Del Mar on Facebook. So uh, just go to my page. You'll see where I shared it earlier today. Uh, TFJ Mag, and then we've got um, let's see Yak Chum and. Yeah, 51 Beach Bum jumped down there to the bottom. So uh, check out our boy there, Daryl Bars, at uh, at the Fisherman's Journal. Definitely a cool publication. So uh, but real quick, um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, I just lost my chat room, and that's cool. Um, don't forget, coming up here in just a couple of short weeks, we have the Help Keep Emily in Her School Tournament. Um going down on February the 4th, I'm sorry, September, February, Jesus, September the 14th, 2013, I'm already thinking about the next boondoggle, um, it's going to be held at Kayaks by Bo, and 
all the information you might would need to find out about that tournament, you can find at helpemilynow.org. Um, the, the family's history, her, uh, Emily's story, uh, any kind of uh, donations you may want to make, you can do that there on the website as well. Contact information, all your tournament information and sign-in is on the website. It's a free tournament. Uh, they're asking, you know, if you're if you're willing to send up a little donation for your entry fees, do so. If if you can't make it, um, you know, you can maybe just donate there. And then also too, don't forget they always have a great raffle, um, tons of stuff to be given away, um, including an inshore powerboat skiff this year. So um, I'm not real sure how that's going to work out, but we'll 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 see it when we get there. It's going to be awesome, man. It's going to be a great event for a great family, the Rouse family, good friends of the show, good friends of us personally and uh, Space Coast Kayaking with members as well. So uh, I'd like to try and take care of them. So check out check out uh, org for more information on that. Alan, uh, go ahead and tell us about your tournament coming up. Anything new change for that or what's going on? Yeah, no, not really. We're just, uh, we've got the registration open. We're, uh, we're signing people up, getting people lined up. You know, of course, Cars Park has the camping available. Um, no big changes. I mean, we're pretty much set. We're just... Uh, Getting last-minute details done. We've pretty much got all our sponsors lined up. I'm starting to get some stuff in. I've got the uh, got a package the other day. I came home on the front doorstep and had a nice big box from uh, Mr. Josh Josh Slager from uh, 42 Tackle Company. He uh, sent me a couple packs, some really cool T-shirts, stickers, some uh, some packs of baits. So I've got that uh, got that ready to go. Of course, got all the uh, the Yak Gear stuff. They sent me a ton of stuff for that. Um, bunch of other stuff lined up so everything's just kind of slowly trickling in uh registration's open um again i think i mentioned it last show registration is going to be forty dollars per tournament angler uh, which is going to cover your uh entry fee your five dollar launch free for uh five dollar launch fee for cars park uh we're going to get the tournament shirts made up with all the sponsors and uh and lunch from sunny's it's going to come with a uh Cater lunch. I think we're going to have pulled pork, chicken, some sides, drink. Um, that's all going to be catered at the uh, the weigh-in on uh, on Saturday afternoon. So it's going good. Um, you know, hoping to break uh, maybe break a hundred people on this one. We pulled about eighty something on the trout tournament. So uh, this one's looking to be maybe uh, maybe a little bit bigger, but it's uh, it's moving right along. So we're getting there. Awesome, awesome. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, don't forget too. Austin and the family are, are selling T-shirts, the Help Emily Now T-shirts. Uh, those are available now, and then you can uh, you can also, if you're interested in that intro power boats, they're going to do it by way of deck of cards. So if you want to buy a card to try and win a boat, 52 cards in a deck, fifty dollars a card. So you buy the card for fifty bucks. They tear it in half. You keep one half, they keep the other. If your card comes up out of the drawing you win a skiff. So that's pretty easy. I think everybody can come out of pocket 50 bucks for a chance of winning a, uh, <laughs> a freaking skiff. It's pretty awesome. Um, so kudos to, uh, our boy Brad ball for that hookup, man. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's that. Peppy, what you got going on, man? Anything, anything new and exciting over there at the, uh, Vidal household? No, nothing, uh, nothing much going on. Um, don't have anything much going on as far as tournaments or anything like that for a couple of weeks. I think my next one is um, I think that the Emily tournament is my next one, and and then I got a couple more after that. But um, next weekend going down to the Keys. 
Um, seems like next week, and I haven't been down to my parents' place down in the Keys this whole year, and it seems like this week we're probably going to get down there. And I'm already pulling my brother's ear because I'm already telling him I want to get offshore, you know, and do some do some offshore fishing, which I haven't done since last year. So pretty much that's 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 about it. What's going on? I got that going on, and just signed up my just signed up my son in in T-ball, so that's going to be an adventure too, I'm sure. So, but uh, other than that, man, can't complain, man. It's been good. Yeah, um, that's awesome, man. Yeah, the uh, 51 Beach Bums asking a question there in the chat room. Yeah, I know that was a little confusing, and I'm sorry about that. The uh, deck of cards thing is for the Emily tournament. So uh, just come on out and take part in the festivities. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. It should be a lot of fun. $3,900 package, and it takes 50 bucks to win it. Yeah, that should be good. Hey, um, I just wanted to... You mentioned the thing about Toro with Steve. Chat me before we even keep on going or something, before we bring on our guests and everything like that. I want to tell Steve I I need to talk to him later on or something because I want to get the lowdown on what happened with that bull because I could not stop laughing when I saw that video. When I heard Steve screaming, <laughs> I, I could not stop laughing. <laughs> you know what cracks me up? This, this is what really cracks me up. And, and and Steve Steve will laugh at himself here in a second. Uh, whenever you watch people, because nowadays the thing is to video everything you're doing, right? I mean, there's there's all kinds of cameras out there now that you can buy where you can record like all your goings ons. Well, we had an incident. One of our Space Coast Kai Kinger guys had an incident where he was messing around with a little tarpon, and a gator decided he wanted to eat the tarpon. And before the gator eats the tarpon, he's yelling at the gator to go away. And I've I've always laughed. I've always thought it was kind of funny that in that instance, and I'm guilty of it too, but being chased by dogs and stuff, you're yelling at it to go away or whatever. But in that instance where you're getting close to wildlife or wildlife's getting rather close to you, you always have this instinct to yell at it at the top of your lungs to leave you alone and go away from you as if they understand English. <laughs> and and to hear and you don't I've never heard Steve really, really rattled before. I mean a couple of times you know, just. <laughs> In personal conversations, I've heard him get a little excited, but I've never heard I've never heard Steve get rattled before, and and he, and to hear him just absolutely lose it as he's trying to he's like running to get away from this thing, and you can hear him almost eat it going up the uh, going up the, the bleacher. I, dude, I'm with you, man. I laughed so hard, man. I, I mean. Jess, Jess is looking at me like I was freaking crazy. I'm sitting here watching it, and I watch it like ten times, and I'm just like, you don't understand. She's like, what's so funny? I go, Steve Chapman's running away from a bull. She goes, that's not funny. I said, yes, it is. It's behind a giant <laughs> fence. And, he, and he's freaking out. But it was it was good, man. Good job on you, Steve. And, and way, to, way to post that up, man. That's, that's and then at hard. the end of the thing, when he starts yelling, he yells out saying that, now i got to change my pants. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know what? And and for those of you that don't know Steve Chapman from Fishing Florida Radio, uh, Steve is a very very good friend of ours here at the show. And and it just on a personal level, he's a great guy. And uh, we only kid with Steve because I know that he can take it. But uh, if you don't ever listen to Fishing Florida Radio, you're definitely missing out. They have without a doubt the best uh, the best list of guests that are on their show every every week. It seems like their their guest list gets better and better. 
Um, the show goes live at six six o'clock in the morning on uh, Saturday mornings on the AM station, 740 The Game here locally. But you can pick them up online uh, at iHeartRadio, six o'clock till nine o'clock. So it's a pretty good long show. And uh, they got a great cast of characters that are always in, in studio or calling in on the radio. Um, so it's Steve Chapman, Mike Wardigo from Tackle Webs, our good friend there, Mike, and then also, of course, Boudreaux. So, uh, yeah, tune into them, check them out, man. They're great. But, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a pretty – Pretty awesome, uh, pretty awesome video, man. <laughs> yeah, that bull was staring oh, down like he like he owned you. He, that bull did own you after that, man. That bull's in your head, man. That was awesome. But uh, but cool, man. So, Alan, who's our guest tonight? Uh, tonight we have the honor of uh, joining us, Mr. Jay Withers from uh, from Red Zone Apparel. Uh, Jay is the founder. CEO of Red Zone. Um, he's going to come on and tell us a little bit about how the company got started, where they're going, new products. Uh, they got all kinds of great stuff coming on. They, uh, you know, they do a lot for the community, a lot for the fishing community and stuff like that, tournaments and such. And uh, they are actually, I'll let Jay talk about it a little bit more when the uh, when he's ready to. But they are actually going to be the official uh, shirt sponsor for the uh, upcoming Boondoggle in October too. So. Really good things going on there. They make some make some uh, <laughs> make some great stuff. So uh, anyway, I won't uh, won't time up any longer. Uh, Jay, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How you doing, guys? Hey, um, what's up, man? Jay? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty Jay? good here in Sunshine, Florida. <laughs> so what's uh? I, I tell you what, just to just to start out, why don't you? Uh, Tell the listeners kind of how Red Zone got started, kind of the story, um, you know, what what the grassroots are of uh, Red Zone Apparel and uh, and all that. Yeah, right on. Uh, well, I'll tell you, you know, really this my this company Red Zone was really started as a necessity um, for me on my guide trips. And you know, guiding in Florida, as you guys know, it's out on the water, it gets a little warm and. Um, to be quite frankly, I was just tired of wearing the same old uh, that that has been around, uh, and I was looking for something different uh, to stay cool and comfortable myself on the water. And uh, I knew I wanted to have, you know, the the new hotness with uh, the, mo- the moisture wicking breathable microfibers. But beyond that, I wanted to have. I did not want to have the whole screen print business going on, where we've all experienced it. Now, you've got that nice shirt, but it's got some graphics on the back that are absorbing that 95-degree sunshine heat, and um, it just didn't appeal to me, and I knew there was a bitter, uh, you know, bitter, better process, and um, we found it where we actually dye our graphics into the fabric, or the, basically the garment of the shirt. The fibers of the shirt actually absorb the ink, so... Anyway, long story short, you know, I started wearing some of these and on my guide trips, and then sure enough, uh, started selling a few to buddies and local tackle shops here. And um, to be quite frank with you guys, I don't know what happened. Uh, a lot of a lot of good support from uh, from fellow anglers and guys like yourself, and we can't thank you enough for for everybody in the whole red zone world. Uh, that has supported us along the way. We're creeping up on almost four years now. 
um, almost 60 retailers around the southeast. So uh, things are exciting. We're always uh, ever-changing and growing with this business, offering new uh, new product, new images. Uh, as some of you know, we just released uh, uh, back um, probably four or five months ago the Zone series, which is uh, featuring artwork from a great artist, Mike Bainter. Uh, that project has worked out really well, really well. So, man, we're just having some fun with it and staying connected in the community and, uh, yeah, selling a few shirts here and there. Too. Very cool. I'll I, I tell you kind of my, uh, my, my personal story and the way I was introduced to Red Zone was uh, kind of the same thing. I, I you know, uh, out in the water a lot I have since I was a kid and, uh, you know, pretty much every, every summer I'd get the, get the sunburn peel and then, and then that was it. And as I started getting, uh, getting up there in age a little bit, which we're not going to mention where, but, um, you know, started having to worry about stuff like, uh, you know, skin cancer, stuff like that. I'm not really big on, uh, wearing the sunscreens. You sweat them off, get them in your eyes, whatever. So, uh, probably I'd say, Gosh, probably just after you guys rolled out, I was introduced to the uh, the Red Zone line actually in Strike Zone here in Melbourne, Florida. And That's right. I picked up a couple. Yep, picked up a couple shirts. I believe they're one of your one of your first retail stores. I believe you told me one time. So they are. Um, yeah, picked up a couple shirts, and I got to tell you, I've got those same shirts that I bought probably however many years ago. They probably had just got them in, and those things look like they're just off the rack. I mean, the uh, the way that you, you know, said that you designed these shirts where it's dyed right in the material, I mean, if, if if I could say anything, these things hold up better than anything I've ever worn. I mean, they just, uh, they keep going and keep going. They don't they don't seem to lose their UV rating. I can fish all day and those things come back and, uh, you know, it looks like I've not been out in the sun. And uh, you guys came out with the zone wraps. I started going with those. Same thing. You know, keep covered up and, uh, it's just a, a great, great product, and I mean, it's it's really helped me out a lot. I mean, my uh, dermatologist is not real happy because she's not getting as much business from me, but uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I tell you what, it's uh, it's it's great to be able to uh, to put on clothing that uh, you know can protect you and 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 keep you cool. I mean, even in the middle of summer, I mean, I wear those shirts all year round. You know, I'll layer them up in the winter time and. Uh, you know, wear them in the heat of summer. They stay cool. Um, a couple people on here can probably tell you I've had a little, uh, couple little spills in the kayak and uh, gotten a little wet from time to two, and uh, they dry quick too. So that's another, uh, another advantage. But uh, just great, great stuff. So we we appreciate what you guys are doing down there. So um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, it's great to hear that 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 kind of story. We hear we're fortunate enough to hear uh, quite a bit and. You know, guys, I'll be honest with you, people are getting smarter and smarter about the whole sun protection thing, too. Um, you know, back in when I was a young kid uh, up in Ohio and, and doing my bass fishing and crappie fishing or whatever, you know, I used to run around, like I'm sure you guys did, too, with no shirt on, no sunscreen. It was just yeah. sometimes you know, it was just the way it was then. Um, but now... Maybe particularly with you know li- living in Florida and maybe just getting a little smarter about what that sun can really do to your skin. Um, and I'm not a big fan of putting sunscreen on itself uh, for the very reasons Alan you just spoke about. But 
Um, yeah, I, it was a big key component when we started investing into the whole sun protective factor built into your shirt. Uh, that was a that was a big winner for us, and uh, we're all about the sun protective factor. And uh, anytime we can provide that product, that a guy or a gal can get out on the water or eat in the outdoors now and just enjoy being out there without having to second guess whether you're uh, getting the bad end of that sun or not. It's it's good stuff. Right, and you're uh, I think your stuff too because it's it's the uh, the 50 UV protection. I know a lot of stuff I see is uh, you know 30, 40, uh, you know, not to mention other brands, but you guys have got probably probably the highest rating in uh, sunscreen protection for garments, if I'm not mistaken, either, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, we actually, uh, that's by design because, you know, we feel we live in an area that is, uh, as, at least in the States, maybe as close to the sun as you can get. And uh, <laughs> so a UPS 50 is a, is a critical part for us, and uh, we feel very confident that, uh you know, it, even for very fair-skinned individuals to wear our product and uh, wear it all day long without having to worry about uh, those harmful rays uh, that are busting through the shirt. Uh, I mean, truth of the matter is, guys, that even a white cotton T-shirt has some type of sun protective rating. Nobody ever talks about it, but it does maybe to a, a degree of maybe a UPF 15 or something like that. But, you know, you'll still get those harmful rays that will actually go through the fibers of a cotton shirt. And that's part of the reason why the cotton, long-sleeve cotton T-shirt business is, is, at least for outdoor wear, is kind of falling off the wayside a little bit. And people are starting to dial in that, hey, this microfiber, moisture-wicking, breathable, this is the way to go. And, um, uh, you know, I, for me, again, it was just out of sheer necessity when – Back in 2009, when I had a harebrained idea that, hey, I was going to have my own apparel line, <laughs> uh, there's many different things you can start a business in, but uh, for me, it, it just seemed like the right fit. And um, here we are almost four years later talking about it. So it's been a great thing for us. And, you know, it, I, but again, it goes back to our fans and our supporters that buy the brand. Uh, it, without that, you have no company. And uh, we that's why we're in heavily involved in the community. Um, you know, like you guys mentioned earlier, that we're involved with the Boondoggle this year. Uh, it's a great way to get back to um, the, the very individuals that have been buying our product. And, and you guys in the kayaks are a lot closer to the water than the guys in the boats. Uh, so <laughs> we have big, big fan support from the kayakers. We love it. Yeah, very good. Cool. I noticed too, uh, not to cut you off there. I, I've been seeing some stuff here lately on uh, mostly Facebook. You guys are, uh, and I know Peppy, one of the one of the co-hosts on here, is going to be uh, real interested in this too. But you guys have a hunting line coming out, if I'm not mistaken, right? The shirts and the uh, camo zone wraps and uh, some really really cool stuff I'm seeing. So that's that's something you got new coming up now too, right? That's I think available. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, we um, over the last three or four years, we uh, had some requests for that, and and I think primarily because, particularly here in Florida, it's um, the guys are dropping some of their fishing rods and picking up a bow or a gun during um, really still a hot part of the season, August September, and um, although some of the areas that uh, 
you know, like these hunting leases where you have to, it's mandatory to wear all orange. We have so many requests for, you know, being able to provide that type of artwork on this type of shirt, and uh, we, we did it. And we're very, very pleased with the outcome. Uh, again, with the help of Mike Boehner, um, I mean, his artwork is ridiculous, and uh, oh, yeah. it works very well with what we do. Um, the print process we use doesn't lose any detail in, in artwork, and his artwork is uh, very detailed. So we're able to bring that out and, and almost make it look live on the shirt. So it's it's pretty amazing. Um, but, yeah, our hunting series... Um, we're still in the process of getting it on the website. It actually launched uh, early because of our dealer network. Uh, they had the request for it to get it in their in the stores in August. Uh, so I guess primarily because it's uh, a bow season, I suppose, for uh, for buck in South Florida. But um, yeah, man, I mean, things are going well with that. Uh, we shipped our first batch to uh, Texas just uh, this past week. And um, so we'll keep, we'll see what happens with the hunting series, but we're excited about it for sure. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, I noticed the, uh, the zone wraps, some of the – go ahead, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll tell you what, um, some of that stuff, um, that those those performance shirts would be great for hunting season. Um, hunting season, like you said, it starts right about now is when hunting season is starting here. First, we start with alligator hunting now. Well, I'm already, we're already alligator hunting. We're already doing guiding services right now for gators, um, and it does get hot out there. So, I mean, yeah. it, those performance shirts work great for that. I mean, it's it's just great. I mean, I do duck hunting in November, December, sometimes with performance shirts on because it's just so hot. Uh, it's, yeah. it's great. I mean, I think it's a great idea. Are you guys um, planning on coming out with any, you know, I noticed some performance shirts coming out now with, uh, with insect repellent stuff on it. Yeah, we actually, um, that's a great question, and we have considered it. You know, with with this type of business, um, there is no ceiling. It's, it's where you want to take it. Uh, the I guess there is, there is a ceiling. It has everything to do with the dollars you have to put towards it. Uh, but um, overall, um, you know, having an insect repellent built into the product, that is an option. Um, in fact, we actually had a meeting at our corporate office today with a manufacturer that can make uh, our own style, our own look, uh, which we're looking very forward to, uh, and looks like it might be a release for the 2014 season. Um, and he has the ability to, as a manufacturer, to be able to include insect repellent uh, in the fibers of the shirt. So. Uh, when you're hanging out in that deer stand, you're not swatting uh, mosquitoes <laughs> and those, uh, anything that's out there ready to take you out of the tree stand. But um, no, I think um, you know when and this wasn't obviously a, a thought. Just kind of, hey, by the way, we need to start making hunting designs. It was actually well thought out. We we looked at um, the number one source for information, which is the internet. And we looked to, to see what was available out there in the whole moisture-wicking, breathable um, type of material, you know, the microfibers. And the one thing you can find for sure is anything camo in the world you can find available in some type of moisture-wicking, breathable apparel. Uh, what you can't find is that same type of moisture-wicking, breathable 
apparel shirt in our case uh, that has you know, the images that we can offer. You've got camo everywhere, but one thing you you know we don't have or don't see out there is something that we can offer now. And we and we actually even kind of coined it a little bit in our uh, Facebook post that we're also okay with the fashion out of the woods. If you want to wear your camo in the woods, great. But we think that's great. But when you get out of the woods and you're all hot and sweaty in it and ready to kind of chill out and change into something more uh, a little comfortable and it's maybe not so ringing wet with whatever you've been doing out there, <laughs> then that's that's what we have to offer. But, you know, we kind of have that uh, the Hunter Orange, too. I think it's going to be a kind of a, a two, uh, two-part, you know, yeah, you can wear it out there for fashion, but some of those hunting leases, as you guys know, you have to wear that hunting orange uh, to be out there to be seen. So somebody doesn't take a, the wrong shot at you. <laughs> yeah, I know the one, one thing great. I saw that caught, yeah, I, what caught my eye was the uh, the zone wraps, camo zone wraps, because I do a lot of, uh, uh, Peppy there is going to get me back into duck hunting this year. He's promised me. I've been uh, promising him for a couple of years I was going to go, and I know Chuck wants to uh Chuck wants to get in some duck hunting and stuff, too, so we might all hook up and do some duck hunting this year. But uh, I've got access to a lease my brother's on, do a lot of turkey hunting. So uh, definitely cool. picking up some of the uh, some of the zone wraps and the uh, the camo colors because we use a lot of uh, full cover-up for the turkey hunting, you know, head head wraps. And we cover up, so that's definitely uh, definitely going to have me covered. So very cool. Yeah, and, and you know, those, those zone wraps, and the, both the Spanish moth and the palmetto, they came out incredible. Uh, we were very pleased with just the definition uh, of the design. And again, it's a it's a Mike Boehner uh, design. You know, we, I told him what we wanted, and uh, you you would think we had been working together for years, but it seems like you know whatever I ask from the guy, he he's got the talent to be able to really put together uh, a finished product that you know, works for what we do. And um, when I told him we wanted some camo, um, you know, it would be the first day the hunting series is really not his uh, uh, forte, but um, he managed to pull out some serious artwork, and uh, we're very pleased with it, and we feel it'll do uh, fairly well here as we head into the, you know, I guess this is now hunting season for a lot of people, but uh, still for myself and, and for our crew, and I'm sure for some of you guys, too, it's still fishing season, too, right? Uh, it's always fishing season, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> I do both. I'll tell you that. I, I mix in fishing with honey. I'm sometimes, I'll tell you what, there's some duck seasons that I'm actually in the refuge. I'll be in the lagoon on a Wednesday when hunting duck season is going on, and I'm out there fishing and not hunting ducks, and I have shotguns blasting off all around me, you know? I'm out there fishing. <laughs> I do my great money too, though. Honey wears you out. It does wear you out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, uh, real quick, Jay, there's a couple couple questions. We got uh, a yeah. couple people in the, couple people in the chat room. One of them uh, who, uh, no matter who we have on here, what we talk about, she's wanting stuff in pink, uh, which is uh, Tammy in our chat room that's, here. So I think uh, that's D. That's D. Uh, was it? Okay. <laughs> okay. I just saw pink. I figured it was uh, Tammy, but uh, um, I know you do offer a lot of the pink in the uh, in the shirts and stuff like that, but any anything maybe down the, the pink camo line or 
You know, we, that is uh, a request we have had multiple times. Um, and, you know, I don't know. I think so. I want to say this year being our first year into the whole hunting side of things, <laughs> you know, we wanted to release at least a couple options that can go, uh, you know, n- both, you know, for women's uh, fashion and for men. And that has everything to do with the images. But as we grow as a company, I do believe and I want to have, uh, additional options, and that has to do with you know, the whole digi camo, that whole look. The one thing that I, I'm, and you guys, some of you know me better, but one of the things I don't want to do is I don't want to bring something out that already has been out. You know, I, I'm the guy that wants to have something different, new, uh, not something that's already been tried and true. Um, you know, there's something to say about, uh, you know, standing on the edge of the cliff and jumping. Uh, I've jumped many, many times. <clears throat> some of them have been really good jumps, some of them not so. But, you know, that's how we that's how we grow. And, and certainly in this business, um, I don't know if there's ever a right or wrong answer, but uh, I do take consideration all these different requests we get. Uh, and any time somebody's got a request, you know, I, I welcome them to – Go to our Facebook page, uh, and they can find us, Red Zone Apparel, on our Facebook page, and um, put a message to us. I read every one of them. I'm that guy, as the owner and CEO, founder of the company, whatever, I'm that guy that is on the Facebook page reading those posts to see what our fans are looking for. So I encourage it all the time. Cool. All right, one more one more thing, and then I'm uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm talking too much here. So, uh, gentleman by the name of uh, Tommy owns a company called Tommy Head Jigs. Um, he's wanting to uh, I think get with you about getting some business shirts made up for his uh, for his jig company. So, uh, if um, you know if you can be looking for something coming through either email or uh, or through the shop there, I know Tommy's uh, Tommy's wanting to get all of you and maybe get some shirts made up for his business. So. I got his email today, uh, and uh, I was in the process of responding to his email when I realized that my time to call in was coming up pretty soon. <laughs> so <Okay>. if he's listening, <laughs> okay. he will get an email yeah. from me tomorrow uh, when right, I get back to the cool. office. And get yeah, off. he's a, he's in the chat room here asking me to asking me to throw that oh, at good. you. So I told so I told my wood. Yeah, he's listening. So uh, I'm Very sure he heard cool. you. Appreciate it, but very cool, very cool. Well, Jamin, definitely appreciate you calling the show and uh, filling us in on all things um, Red Zone going on with you, man. It's awesome, and uh, definitely appreciate all the support that you showed the kayak fishing community and everything that Alan's got going on. Um, excited about the new Boondoggle shirts. I hope those are going well for you. And uh, are we going to be able to maybe see you at the Boondoggle or what? Uh, you know, I'm actually headed to uh, uh, Homa, Louisiana for the IFA championship that same week. Uh, so the tournament's not that weekend, but I'll be going out there about 14 days ahead of the tournament pre-fishing or, or just having fun catching a fish, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, but So I'm going to miss uh, the boondoggle myself, uh, but I will have some representation there. Uh, either be, uh, it might even be Mike Bainter, uh, there, uh, certainly with the shirts, uh, as well as maybe some of his artwork. 
but uh, or maybe even our one of our reps. But um, yeah, I've been in communication with the folks there at Yak Angler and uh, getting things dialed in for them. But uh, we're excited about it. You guys should have a great time. I heard it's already a packed house. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, man, it's going to be crazy. Uh, we're expecting. Uh, well, I think we've already got over 400 people registered for this one. Uh, it's going to be Columbus Day weekend at Big Lagoon State Park, and uh, should be a lot of fun. But Jay, man, let us let everybody know how to get a hold of you, your uh, website, your Facebook page, all that stuff, real quick. Absolutely, easy enough. You can go to just redzoneapparel.com. Uh, that's where you can certainly take a look at all the gear, all the product that we have available. And if you want to just jump over to our Facebook page, the top right corner of that website has our Facebook link. You can just click on that and take it right there. Fantastic, man. We appreciate your time, brother. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, very good. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Take care. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, man. Thank See, you, Jay. See you, buddy. Thanks, Jay. All right. Thank take you. care. See you. Very cool. Thanks for lining that up, Alan. That was good. Ah, no problem. Sorry if I uh, got a little little long-winded there, man. I just get passionate. No. Ne- <laughs> no, it's never a – listen, brother, you got to understand something. I've been doing this show by myself <laughs> for like two years, I, man. I forgot. I two forgot and a half years. <laughs> hey, I, I'm glad. That's the way it should be, man. I'm, that's why That's why I wanted you guys right. involved so I could shut up from time to time. All right, man. Maybe our listener base will – Yeah, maybe our listener uh, rating will go up. Yeah, got you a little nap there. Had a little cat nap. All right. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, that's cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about real quick before we get over to some of our um, some of our callers, which is one there, Alan, if you don't mind grabbing that. Um, yeah, man. But uh, we got Captain Alex on the line. He's on hold, but I was given direction to pull him. Actually, now's the time to pull him. Let me see if he's there. Alex. Alex. Nope. Alex is still muted. So uh, he's working. So he's in the middle of working and trying to call in with a fish report. That guy's uh, guy's pretty solid. But uh, fishing. Uh, lately here locally, man, I'll tell you what. the uh, It's gotten really, really interesting. Um, I got some solid reports of, of a tremendous amount of mangrove snapper that are in the Indian River right now. And uh, I don't know about you, but I like eating mangrove snapper. And if they're legal size, they usually die when I catch them. And I don't typically tend to turn them loose. So, uh, you know, the theme species of tonight was supposed to be tarpon. I think what we're going to do, we're going to talk a little bit about mangrove snapper fishing. You guys want to hang out, tune in, listen to that. We're going to get in. We're going to get into that here in just a few minutes. We're going to break real fast, and uh, you know what we'll do? We'll actually play a, a sound bite that our good buddy Steve Chapman there put together for us. Stand by. Looking for a new cooler with a lifetime warranty and made 100% in the United States? Look no further than Orca Coolers. These roto-molded, rugged coolers feature premium quality, seamless construction, meaning they're built to take whatever you and Mother Nature throws at them. Orca Coolers allow ice to keep for days, and they have non-slip feet so your cooler stays where you want it. With secure external latch system, the lid always stays closed. Orca Coolers. Made 100% in the USA. Always has been. Always will be. Check them out at orcacoolers.com. Looking for a group of kayak anglers to share your kayak fishing adventures with? Check out yakangler.com, your ultimate fishing resource. Give me the flats of dawn with plenty of tailing fish. 
perfect fly rod. And get ready for some magic. Join Bonefish and Tarpon Trust. Nice fish. And help make sure that the magic never ends. Visit tarbone.org to find out how you can help. FishingRadio.com. To submit your local fishing report to be aired on Kayak Fishing Radio and the Kayak Fishing Radio iPhone and Android app, please follow these steps. Step 1. Create a Skype account. Step 2. Add Kayak Fishing Radio to your contacts on Skype. Step 3. Call Kayak Fishing Radio and you will hear a recorded greeting. Start recording after the tone. If you do not have a computer or access to one, you may call in via phone at 404-890-5232. That's 404-890-5232. Very cool. And, uh, of course, the Bonefish Tarpon Trust, Orca Coolers are all uh, good fans of the or we're all big fans of them and uh, supporters of those folks. So definitely uh, check them out for sure. Um, real quick, before we get to our, our next caller um, and we're getting to talking about mangrove snapper a little bit, um, Derek Burgess from over in uh, the West coast of fat fish kayak uh, charters. He just sent me a message on Facebook. He was supposed to call in tonight, but he's busy doing some stuff with his daughter, which is always excusable. Um, but uh, he left me a little, uh, fishing report for those of you that might be venturing over to the west coast of florida he says uh right now the snook have been on fire this week topwater lures on the low tide have been really good uh sst's and gold and goldfinger during the high tide has been uh the answer for that look for mangroves that uh hold lots of water and cast towards the, the uh, shadow line most of the fish have been small but many big fish are to be had hanging solo and on top of the drop-offs uh, all creeks are holding as well, just inside the mouth, 25-pound fluorocarbon uh, is what he prefers to, to use as leader material, 10 to 15-pound braid on a 6'8 uh, or 7-foot medium-heavy to heavy-duty spinning rod uh, to keep the fish from breaking you off and getting you into the cover. Uh, he said he hooked up 50 fish yesterday on the south shore, best day this year. Uh, reds are in the small pods. <clears throat> They're working on the flat tidy in the grass. Haven't seen any tailors all week, but found most of them in about four foot of water. Um, no trout bigger than 16, inch, 16 inches for him this week. They've all been in six to eight foot of water hiding in the grass, as well as small mangrove snapper and sand trout mixed in. And we all know now that sand trout are a eligible species for the uh, the Adventure Fishing World Championships, don't we, Peppy? And... Uh, haven't seen any tarpon activity in the flats, but he says that will change next month as they start to move in. So uh, thanks again to uh, Derek for uh, for that that uh, report. Check him out at fatfishkayakcharters.com. His phone number is 813-447-4732. And if you mention he heard this report on the show, he will give you $25 off of that charter. So kick butt. Thank you, sir. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's awesome, man. It's always good. And that guy's that guy's solid, man. Always catches the fish. Uh, let's see if we can grab uh Alex one more time to see if Captain Alex is there. You there, brother? 
Alex. Alex, Alex. stop cooking. <laughs> He's still cooking. He's cooking All right, let's let's He's leave Alex there pork. on hold. He's pulling pork. Yeah, over there at uh, Slow and Low. Um, let's go to Jeff. Jeff, welcome to Kayak Fishing Radio. Hey guys, how we doing? What's doing up? Doing good, man. Good. Uh, yeah, Tell we. Us, uh, go ahead. Tell us what's going on down there in your neck of the woods. You're in Southwest Florida, aren't you? Yeah, we're down in Southwest Florida. We pretty much cover anywhere from uh, the Everglades on up to uh, about Sarasota. Awesome. Um, Derek uh, kind of hit it on the head. The snook bite has been pretty darn good. Um, catching a lot on top water and getting a lot of uh, a lot of them on like an eight ounce jig with uh, with a paddle tail. Very cool. Very cool. What else is going on down there, man? Uh, well, the, uh, you guys probably are all aware of all the, uh, water problems we're having down here from the discharges of Lake O, so it's making, uh, making a little bit of a tough situation for, uh, fishing down here, but, uh, we've, uh, we got some diligent members down here, and they, uh, they've been doing some pretty good reports lately. Um, we've been getting some pretty solid reports from the Pine Island, Matt Lachey, Sanibel, Sanibel area, um, a lot of, uh, Mid to oversized uh, reds and snook are, have actually been coming in pretty big too. Uh, we actually had a couple members uh, bring in a couple of good 30-inch uh, snooks uh, within the last couple of days, and uh, a lot of the upper slot reds too. Very nice, man. Very nice. So let me ask you this: uh, I know you're part of a kayak club down there. You want to tell us about it? Yes, sir. Uh, we actually, uh, our, our kayak club is uh, Southwest Florida Kayak Anglers Association. Um, we're kind of a small association. It's mostly West Coast guys, but we do have uh, a lot of members from all over the country. Um, basically, it's just kind of an easygoing little uh, site where you can go into the forum and kind of uh, uh, get in there and kind of tell you tell the guys when you're fishing, and you can, you can post your reports and post your pictures and uh, we have a really, really good quality membership, and uh, it, it's a free site, so there's no uh, no sign-up fees or anything, and it's uh, it's really laid back, and uh, it's uh, it's really uh, really an honor to be the president of the club. Oh dang! I didn't realize you were the president of the group, man. That's cool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, you guys might know uh, Benita Bob uh, Bramblett. Yep, know Bob very well. Yes, he uh, he was actually the president before me, and he was kind enough to uh, to hand it off to me so he could go do a few more endeavors. And uh, yeah, he uh, we uh, are trying to build it and keep it going in the fashion that he uh, he started that. Very cool, man. Very cool. And I don't know if you knew it, but uh, I started my own group over here as well, a little group called Space Coast Kayak Anglers, man. And uh, it's been it's been quite the joy for me to uh, to watch it grow over the last couple of years, man. So I can imagine the pride you must feel every time somebody posts a report or, you know, people just get out there and get after it and share their experiences on your site. Absolutely. It's, it's really a joy to be able to see all the pictures and people commenting and the, and the fun and the friendly chatter and everything too, the kind of the, the ribbing and everything is the best part. Cause it's a, it's kind of like an extended family. You, you get to know these people. And I mean, some of them you don't even meet, but you know, you kind of, you feel like they're your brother or sister. I mean, it's, it's kind of a nice little atmosphere. That's good deal. Familiar. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, good deal, man. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, so I guess we could probably count on calling you up before the next Adventure Fishing World Championship and uh, get some information from you, huh? 
Well, we might have a few guys down here that could help you out down there. <laughs> actually, yeah. I think uh, me, I think me and Bob might be handing down there on Wednesday. Actually. Yeah, I saw Bob had posted something up on Facebook about going down to do some recon to try and find uh, some some new filming sites. So that sounds pretty yes. awesome. Yes. Um, and on the side note, I actually kind of wanted to give a shout out to Bob. He uh, he actually went to the Florida Outdoors uh, Writers Association this week, and uh, he actually fared pretty well. He got uh, two thirds in the first place in uh, some of the categories that he was in. Yeah, I saw that man. That's awesome. And congratulations to Bob. He's a Good friend of mine, man. Good friend of the shows as well. And uh, I'm sure we'll see Bob at the boondoggle. He usually tries to make it out there. For those of you who don't know, too, also, Bob just got done uh, filming a Bass on the Road uh, video with uh, our good friend Rob DeVore. So uh, check that out if you get an opportunity. Yaktastic Adventures. Uh, You find them on Facebook. I'm sure you'll find the video there located on uh, on Rob's Facebook page here. Yeah, that's Rob DeVore, he's a character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've known Rob for a long time, man. Rob, me and Rob are, are good buddies, man. I consider him like family, too. And uh, Rob, Rob is definitely a character, for sure. I like him, yeah. man. He's good people. Oh, good I actually deal. have a actually have a little bit more of a report also. I forgot about yeah, the shark fishing. Uh, I forgot about the shark fishing uh, going on down here, too. Uh, that's kind of my more of my background, and uh, we've actually had some uh, pretty good catches over on our side, for our side anyway. Um, we actually had uh, about a week and a half ago over on Sanibel, we had a uh, 14-foot uh, sawfish pulled up and got really? some nice photos and uh, yeah it was it was a monster uh you can nice. probably you could probably go online to find the pictures of it it was uh, one of the bigger ones i've ever seen um over in actually in Wiggins Pass uh, we had a 14 foot tiger shark pulled in and wow. i mean we've uh, we've had some pretty good uh, quality sharks pulled in within the last couple of weeks that's pretty awesome man uh i'm big on I, i'm not big on chasing big sharks down in my kayak but I, I have been known to catch a few big sharks in my time out of the boat, man. My, in fact, one of my one of my biggest fish I ever caught was a giant lemon. It was about nine foot. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's about my biggest too. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm more of along the lines of taking the lines out with a kayak and planting my butt on the uh, beach and and enjoying an adult beverage. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. That's awesome. So uh, let me ask you this: If somebody was coming down uh, to the southwest region and they and they may, let's just say they wanted to try and get on a snook. Now, are the snook running up and down the beach by you? Uh, they are a little bit. And like I said, the water is kind of stained right now, so the sight fishing is a little tough. Um, uh, a lot of the guys, they've been uh, kind of just working the, the, doing the regular things, hitting the mangroves in the morning, kind of throwing top water, and they've been doing pretty well. Um, and kind of doing some of the uh, snook lights at night, too. But the snook lights have been a little bit, uh, with the murky water, it's kind of been hard fishing, though. But uh, the best the best bet is just hitting the mangroves in the mornings with the uh, top water or something that makes noise to kind of attract them because the water is so murky. Very cool. Well, that's awesome, man. And I appreciate you calling us. And uh, hopefully that this can be a uh, an as, as, as often as you can type ritual for Monday nights. <laughs> Well, we'll uh, we'll try to keep our uh, reports going, and if we get any more good ones coming in, we'll uh, definitely ship them your way. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. And again, plug your uh, plug your group for yourself there. All right, our group is called Southwest Florida Kayak Anglers Association, and you can find us at 
swfkaa.com. Uh, you can go through the all the pictures and the front page. We have all of our featured anglers and all of uh, the photos of the week and everything like that. And if you're interested, you can go into the forums and you can actually just go in and kind of look around. And if you uh, if you want to join, you can. If not, you can still kind of go in and uh, access all the information. Uh, there's no fees or anything. And uh, basically, it's an open forum, and uh, we don't try to hide anything. Sweet. Have you got a, uh, go ahead, Alan. Sorry, I was just going to ask if he's uh, if you got a Facebook page. Jeff, is there anything on uh, Facebook for you? Or? We we do have a Facebook page, and uh, basically, you guys are probably all friends of it already, but. Uh, you can you can find us on Facebook for uh, at the same address Southwest Florida Kayak Anglers Association. Cool. Let me ask right. you, let me ask you one one final question. Actually, two final questions. Okay. Do you allow sponsored anglers to be involved in your chat room? We absolutely do. We have no uh, bias against anybody. Everybody's welcome. Um, we we kind of prefer not people coming in to uh, try to. Uh, throw their products out there constantly, but there's really, we're pretty laid back and we don't, uh, like most of the, like our godfather, Bob Bramble, he's, he's sponsored by quite a few people. Um, Jim Van Pelt, he's another sponsored guy. Uh, we've got uh, quite a few guys that are sponsored and we've never really had any problem with anybody having anything really bad with that. Fantastic. That's awesome news. I know there's a couple of guys here in the chat room that like myself, in fact, it's one that's the that is the reason why I started my group uh, was yep. for just some disdain over a, another group, but that's all under the bridge now. But anyhow, so that's cool. It's well, good to know. And then also too, real quick, um, Tammy there in the chat room says she has to catch 13 species uh, of freshwater fish that she hasn't caught yet on fly. And I know that there's a ton of different tropical and, and, and invasive species down there by you uh, in yep. the Everglades and whatnot. Could you point her in the right direction? Can she can she send you a message? Maybe you can give her an idea of where she can go and knock a few crazy fish off her list because she's she's creeping up on a hundred. I think it's a hundred different species of fish on fly. Wow, that's pretty incredible. Um, yes, I am. If not myself or somebody else, we will definitely help her out. Um, we've actually uh, come across some peacock bass lately. Um, I, I'm actually a golf pro on the side too. Uh, my golf course holds some really nice bass. Um, we've we've got many venues down here where she could uh, definitely knock a few off of her bucket list. You got peacock bass in your golf course? Not on my golf course, on the canals next to it. Ah, <laughs> uh, nice. And you can yeah. gain us access to said canals. Uh, absolutely. They're public canals. So yes, absolutely. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. We'll definitely be talking again soon, my friend. Actually, if, uh, if, if you go on the website and you look around, uh, take a look for, uh, Benita Bob. He's got a picture of a very nice, uh, peacock bass that was caught out of one of those set canals. Awesome. I'll definitely do it. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the call, man. We look forward to talking to you in the weeks to come. No problem, gentlemen. Thank you, and have a great night. Thank you. All right, brother. See you, man. Thanks, Jeff. All right. That's awesome. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's what that's what I want the show to become, guys. I want I want us to be able to get those reports and talk to other club members from different areas and be able to uh, you know get some get some intel on what's going on around the state, not just around our neck of the woods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm working on that working on that South Miami report too. So hopefully that'll come yeah. through. Yeah, and we've got uh, I know we've got. Um, the fine folks up there in the panhandle 
at uh, Sunjammers, Brad over at Sunjammers, they're going to start calling in and giving us a report as well. So uh, we'll be getting some panhandle reports as we get closer and closer to the boondoggle. And uh, I know we got our, our buddy up there in uh, Jacksonville that usually gives us a shout. Well, uh, Rory Gregg will have him give us a call every now and again, too. So uh, we're going to try and give you guys as much of updated information as we can for around the state. But uh, let's give Alex one more try here, see if we can get him. Alex, you there, buddy? <laughs> yeah, I'm here, guys. Alex! <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to podcast up the show, man. I missed the bulk of it. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, do you guys got me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you, man. All right. Yeah, I missed most of the show. Sorry about that. We were a little busy in here. No, no worries, man. Hey, people got to eat. You got to cook. You got to. You got to feed them, man. Make it happen. Got to make the barbecue. I'm telling you. Tell me what's going on, man. Man, there is a whole lot of fishing going on. As you know, the uh, the red snapper thing went on this weekend. And uh, um, I had some really good solid reports from the Indian River, um, the North Indian River, of uh, the fish starting to kind of really bunch up. People still coming across those nice schools as they're coming into the spawning time. Um, as I put in my CAM report this month, you know, it's, it's not a it's not a manatee or a set of dolphins coming across that three foot flat. It's full of redfish. Get out there and find them. Um, you know, don't be scared to put some put some water underneath your boat and look for the real fish, not the ones that are up there in six inches of water. Um, nice, nice. The uh, the sea trout have uh, really kind of slowed down, and uh, you can get a couple good hits in the morning. And I found some good fish in the afternoons, but they're just not wanting to eat. I think the heat's gotten to them a little bit too much. Um, we have been able to score a few decent ones over this last week up underneath mangroves um, where they're trying to beat the heat. Uh, same with the uh, with the docks, too. We've found a couple underneath the docks. Uh, man, my favorite for that is either a, uh, a an SSB rig weedless, skipping it up underneath that dock, or a... Or a uh, or a... Uh, <laughs> Squirrel! Sorry about that. <laughs> Got it to go to go order. DOA, DOA glow shrimp, big Don A. Uh, I actually popped the hook out of it. I popped the DOA hook in the garbage, and uh, pick a three off circle hook and stuff it right in its nose. And uh, that's what I used to skip up underneath the docks. It's kind of one of those things that it seems that one you don't blow the hook out from trying to skip it, um, which happens almost instantly with the DOA. And for it uh, it gives you a little bit more hook outside of the bait, gives you a little better purchase, and it uh, seems to work out really, really well for me. Nice, man. Um, I noticed that uh, that you picked up one of those mangrove snappers last time you were out, huh? Yeah, there's been a lot of mangroves, actually. They've been really thick. I know the Indian River. Actually, you said that some guys up there in the Indian have been doing really good on them. I've been finding them on just about every overhanging mangrove dock, piece of piling, anything you can find in either of the rivers right now is slap loaded with them. Um, and, uh, of course, for those, you can get them to hit an artificial every now and then. I've gotten them on everything from a Miradine to, uh, you know, the SSBs, Slayer Inc. SSBs. Um, really, really hard to beat a live shrimp or a live, uh, the fat belly striped minnows that sit in the real shallow water right on the shoreline. They yeah, love man. little things. And, and the bullet mullet. And uh, for all that, I, I like to do that 15-pound uh 15-pound fluoro, something real light that they can't see, 
and a real small hook and keep it keep it light, keep it small, no weights, no none of that crap. They're used to things swimming down on top of them, not dropping down on top of them like a you know like a grenade. So very cool. Other man. than that, that's awesome. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say, other than that, we're trying to plan a, a mothership trip, man. Other than that, we are planning a mothership. Not trying to plan. We are planning a mothership trip, and it's going to be the wolf pack here. Peppy, you're in it. Alan, you're in it. You guys don't have a choice in the matter. You're being strapped to a boat and going. And uh, we're doing it this Saturday. I don't care what you guys got going on. Cancel it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 lo- I love your enthusiasm, Alex. We'll uh, we'll all see what we can if we can get a way to go and do it, man. I, I definitely know that there was a couple of bottom spots that we that we we ran over and we drifted on that I would love to drop the kayak on and 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 play heck with the uh, the big red snappers man even if we had to throw them back it'd be awesome just to put hooks in their head. Yeah, exactly, and that's the thing is the uh, the 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 thing with those you know those bottom dropping spots is it. You know, with a kayak, you know, where we're at, it's such a hard paddle. You throw the mothership into it, you know, you got the bug, you put the drops of movie showing you where you need to be sending your kayak right across your bait down there on the bottom, and, you know, you can get it dialed in real quick. And, you know, there's nothing like fighting a 20-pound red snapper. Even if you can't throw the thing in the box and gut it out, you know, so be it. You know, you can get a nice picture and release them. There's always a grouper or two floating around, and you never know when you're going to come across the uh, – a nice, uh, you know, big mangrove or, you know, trigger fish. I know you like the trigger fish there, Chuck. Love and, them trigger uh, fish. They're hard to beat, I'll tell you that. Or you even know, a cobia, man, cobia. Cobia, you know, the cobia sit on those reefs and wrecks, and they follow those fish up. As you hook a fish, they chase that fish up. And, uh, and they'll, they'll sit there next to you while they chase it up, and they'll, they'll, they'll do what they need to do. And then if you can get a bait in front of them before they fade back down to the bottom, you got your chance of, you know, bag yourself a nice cobia too. So uh, there's a lot of action out there, and 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 we're also gearing up for that mullet run. If you guys haven't, you know, thought about it yet, all those guys listening, start kind of dumping off some of your bigger gear. You know, look at look at uh, your beach launch spots, kind of get them, you know, get get used to getting in that water again if you haven't in a while, or get in that water. Because I'll tell you what, there's nothing like, you know, Port Canaveral area, the Canaveral Bight. Uh, Clayland, uh, Cocoa Beach, the pier area, all the way down to the streets and, and down to Patrick, and uh, all the way into Satellite Beach with some of the rocky areas that are inside there. You can't beat our uh, fall our fall mullet run. It's basically it's as good as it gets. Wide open, giant snook fishing. Craziness, craziness. Craziness, yeah. exactly. Alex, man, yep. I know you're at work, man. I know you got to go. So tell us how to get a hold of you yeah, if, you give, if you want to shoot you a shout and do a charter. Go ahead and give me a ring at uh, 321-480-3255. And or hit me up on the uh, the old good old interweb net at locallinescharters.com. I'm also on Facebook under uh, Local Lines Guide Service or Alex Garichki. Awesome, brother. I appreciate it. And, of course, guys, right. you can always check out Alex's Fisher Reports and the Coastal Angler Magazine. Uh, Bavard edition. So appreciate it, brother. Get back to work. Feed those hungry souls. All right, you guys. Have a good one. Later, brother. Later, Alex. See you, Alex. See you. Bye. Alex. 
guys. Full, I'll tell you what, man, contact. I had a lot of full, full contact. Is, is not even the word <laughs> I would use to describe okay. it, man. Well, we were we were running the boat that he's got. It's one of his granddad's old boats, and uh, I mean the boat's older than me and him. Um, and I'll tell you what, we were running it down. We were running it uh, just from spot to spot, and it was crazy to uh, to see him just plow through the ocean with that thing, and just smiling, one hand on the wheel, smoking a cigarette, just having the best time ever. That guy. I'll tell you what, if there is if there's a definition for for angler. Uh, or not a definition. If you go in the encyclopedia and look up angler, his name, his face has got to be next yeah. to it. That guy oh, yeah. lives, truly lives to fish. I mean, his yep. his life's passion is is this area. He grew up here, you know. He's I think third or fourth generation Bavard County uh, resident. So it's uh pretty pretty awesome, man. But uh, real quick, let's talk real fast about some mangrove snappers. So guys. If you were going to go out and target mangrove snappers in and around the Brevard County area, in the river system, or out in Port Canaveral or down at Sebastian Inlet, what would, what would you do? Where would be your first spot? You'd probably try and, and, and target them, and how would you go about doing that? Start with you, Alan. Well, I could uh, probably catch them right off my brother's dock where he lives, because I know my nephew slays them. But um, the certain canal that he lives on, I know... Uh, a lot of what they do, and my, what my nephew does, is he'll buy some, um, like, crabs and stuff from some of the crab shops, bait shops, whatever. Actually, you can get them at the uh, seafood place. It's a lot cheaper than you can, you can get them at a bait store. Just take those crabs and just mush them up, crumble them up, whatever. You know, just get on a good mangrove line, a canal somewhere off the main river, and, uh, you know, kind of chum them up a little bit, come back, and... Uh, Chuck some shrimp or something out there and try to catch them. I haven't I haven't done a whole lot and I've, I've heard tell that's a way to do it. It might have even been you that uh that put me on that Chuck, but um you know I don't know I don't I don't really know any areas, but uh you know from what I'm hearing they're uh, I think you were telling me they're uh, they're doing pretty good right now. So that's about all I would have for it. Yeah, Peppy. I would say the first place I would go if I was going to go get them, I, I would go to Sebastian Inlet. Um, the inlet right now is 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 slap full of mangrove snappers. I mean, it is you will catch mangrove snapper there. Um, guys are pulling out limits of mangrove snappers there with the incoming and not going tides. Um, you could ask uh, Lenny. Uh, Lenny was out there I think last week. Lenny was there and and asked Lenny what he used and Lenny used I think he was using cut bait, uh, maybe a live bait too. I know he was using shrimp. I mean all kinds of stuff. Um, and they were just about eating anything you threw at them. I mean it's 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 just just right now. I'll tell you what I haven't seen a mangrove snapper in our river system this good in about two years, at least two years. Yeah, it's 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 that good right now. Yeah, it's 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 pretty spot on, man, for sure. From, from I mean, I haven't done it yet this year, but I've spoke to several people who have been going, and uh, you know, my my first instincts are to go hit the uh, go hit the uh, the bridges, just jump on the bridges, go fish, you know, under uh, Melbourne Causeway, O'Galley Causeway, Pineda Causeway, um, five twenty, the five twenty eight, NASA Causeway, all of them, and. Uh, Take your time, 
drop a li- I would drop a live shrimp down on on a. For me personally, I like to throw a, a one o size owner hook, live bait hook. I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of circle hooks for mangroves. I, I prefer to be able to when I feel that bite, be able to try and rip their head off. Um, and a small, small split shot, about as small as you can get uh, away with, and still let that shrimp sink. Use a live shrimp. I don't go out and buy hand picks. I just use regular shrimp. Let that thing fall down nice and slow. And uh, when you feel that thing get picked up, then just go with it. Um, typical rig for me. Typical, typical rig for me is going to be uh, is going to be 10 to 15 pound braid. I usually run about 12 to 15 pound monofilament liter fluorocarbon if you want to. Um, you don't really have to go much heavier than that, even around the bridges. We're not talking about five pound mangroves. We're talking about, you know, 15 inch mangroves. So, um, you know, you may find a couple of them a little bit bigger than that, but, uh, so, so use that. And then I use, uh, a long, I definitely use a long leader. I use about a four foot leader, uh, four to six foot leader and put that split shot above that dot that line to line connection so that your, uh, your shrimp can kind of swim around and do his thing. That light, I could, I could use uh, I could use my offshore three thousand reels. <laughs> yeah, you can, use, you can use you can use your offshore size three thousand reels for sure. Uh, uh, that's all. Yeah. No worries. To handle these mangrove snappers, uh, but it's a lot of fun. Of course, for me, it's gonna it'll be on a uh, on a Lenny Black Dog custom rod more than likely. But uh, my next little adventure that I plan on doing in the river, that's what I'm doing. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna. Hit up one of my old stomping grounds and see if the if the mangroves are around. I love catching uh, mangrove snappers, man. Love catching mangroves. They're so much fun to catch. They're really good to eat. They're usually really abundant whenever they are around. So you know you can go ahead and just pretty much count on getting your limit pretty quick. Plus they're a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> What's the size on those? Ten inch? The ten inch? Twelve inch? No, I, you know I I, you know? I I don't want to misspeak, but I, I think they're twelve inches. Well, uh, okay. Yeah, and I muted I muted Peppy for a second. So let me go back to Peppy and see. <laughs> Peppy, what do you know the size limit on a mangrove snapper? What's that? What what's saying? the si- what's the size limit on a mangrove snapper? If I'm not mistaken, I think it's I think it's ten inches or twelve, something like that. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I don't, yeah. I don't keep them when they're that small. Yeah. So. <laughs> Neither do I. I usually if they're not if they're not fifteen, it's twelve inches, but if they're well, someone's saying ten, someone's saying twelve. Regardless, for me, if they're not if they're not fifteen inches or so, I'll, I'm not keeping them. They're almost not even worth messing with. Um, yeah, neither do I. Yeah. But you know, I'll tell you what, uh, they're, they're scrappy little fish. They're a lot of fun to catch. And let me tell you what, when uh, when you get on the bite, if you can keep them going, man, it could be it could be an all day affair. Now, something else I noticed that was in the river last time I fished was uh, a lot of pilchards, a lot of pilchards, and. Uh, or small pogies. There's been some small menhaden mixed in with the pilchards as well. And uh, if you get yourself a cast net full of those, or as we like to call it a Christmas tree, um, where they're all gilled and they're all stuck in your cast net, feel free to uh, to keep all those dead ones. Put them, just put them in a bucket. Keep all the dead ones and bring a pair of scissors with you. You can cut their heads off, cut their tails off, and just use the body chunk. Bury a circle hook in them and call it good. The line comes tight. Just start cranking and you should be able to uh, to fill up your little five five fish limit pretty quick. Um, I I remember a couple of years ago fishing over at uh, over Pineda Causeway and, be, and being able to um, sorry Peppy 
I've, I remember going over to uh, Pineda Causeway back in the day and being able to, to catch 50 to 100 of them things in a day, just bouncing from, from bridge pylon to bridge pylon and, and just having fun, man. They're just a lot of fun to catch. And then also, too, you don't forget, too, you'll also run into a bycatch while you're doing that, especially fishing with shrimp. And I heard there's been quite a few black drum on the bridges as well. So uh, mm. you could almost kill sheep two head. birds with one stone. And sheephead. Yep. And, hey, and also, too, if you get a chance to fish uh, O'Galley or Melbourne Causeway, um, man, I, I, don't, I don't know if they're there, but it'd be worth checking out for spadefish because there used to be cool. – uh, what's that? No, I said cool. Didn't think yeah, about that. Yeah, there used to be a ton of spadefish over there at those two causeways. I haven't fished those again in, in a while, but spadefish will eat a small piece of shrimp. The key to catching spadefish, which a lot of guys typically don't catch unless it's just bycatch, if you try and target them, you use a small hook like a number four, very, very short shank mustad uh, hook is what I like. And I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head, but I'll tell you guys again next week what it is. As I'll look it up, but uh, real short, real short number four, uh, like a sheephead hook, and peel the shrimp, take the shell off the shrimp, like you're going to use it for surf, like surf fishing bait, and just use a small, small piece of shrimp. Um, most of those spade fish feed on jellyfish, small jellies. So when that thing's kind of floating down through the water, you can uh, you can uh, get them to eat that that little piece of shrimp. So. Uh, Lenny's saying he's seen a, a ton of uh, spade fish while he's out gigging, so that's cool. Good to know they're around. And, and for those of you who've never eaten a spade fish, they're actually pretty good. Um, they're, they're quite similar to sheephead, so uh, you know they're they're tasty fish. But um, so check those out. That's another option for you while you're on the bridge just messing around. And uh, I'll tell you what, where, the, where where there's mangrove snappers, there's usually a grouper or two not too far behind. Um, and don't think the grouper don't live in the Indian River because there's tons of them in the Indian River. Um, you can usually find them around the railroad bridge. Uh, you can find them around NASA Causeway. I know they're on the, t- the 528 in, in and amongst the structure that's down there on the bottom. Um, you can find plenty of structure down there where they took down the old bridge and put up the new one. They just left all the rubble there. So if you have a fish finder attached to your kayak, feel free to pedal around or paddle around and, until you find it and then just start working over that structure, man. I guarantee you'll find some nice fish there. Uh, obviously if you get in on the, uh, if you get in on some mangrove snapper fishing and you, and you should just so happen to hook a grouper, you're probably not going to land it, <laughs> but, uh, it's, uh, it's still a lot of fun, man, to get out there and get after it. But what else you got, Alan? What else would you do this, this week if you're going to go fishing? Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's been so hot. I know when Wade and I went Saturday, um, you know, we got lucky. We had some cloud cover. Uh, the breeze kind of came up a little bit, but it's uh, you know the, the dog days of summer are definitely here. So that you know that red fish trout bite, you get about an hour or two in the morning, and uh, and that's about it. So you know that that uh, that offshore mother trip thing Alex is talking about sounds good. Um, you know, some bridge stuff. You know that that's probably a, a good, you know, I don't know, all day bite, I guess you could say. But uh, the flats just this time of year is tough. I mean, unless you get a good overcast day or you know a little bit of a frontal type thing moving, a low or something like that. So uh, maybe time to change it up. So might be in for something uh, something different this weekend. So yeah, keep my options open. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we jump over and, and unmute Peppy again. Let's see what's going on in the in the crazy. Take him out of timeout. Man, I, I had to jump over. 
Yeah, man, I had to jump over into the bedroom and close the door, man, because I had the kids are going wild tonight, man. It's like <laughs> they have their nights, man, you know, and tonight's one of those, man. So I said, you know what, I better lock myself up in the room. But, uh, drill popsicles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> Benadryl popsicles. Horrible. Oh, man. We do not condone the use of Benadryl to quiet no, your children. No, I'm kidding. Island. I've, never, I've never done that. They're still in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you do, brother? What, what, what would you go in, uh, and target this week? It's not what I would do. It's what I plan on doing one of these days during the week, all in the afternoon. Okay, I know he's in the chat room, but I know somebody this weekend that got on the Reds thick this weekend, got on them hard. I mean, big school of Reds, over 100 Reds. I'm not going to say where or anything like that, but I do plan to hit that spot in the afternoon this week sometime. (laughs) And he already told me that, but I do hit it, and he wants me to call him. That's awesome, man. Yeah, but you know where the spot is, and so does Alan. Um, I mean, yeah. I know, I know you guys know where it is, and, and it's one of those things. And when I heard where it was, I was like, "What? Where?" <laughs> and I was like, "All right." <laughs> so I do want to try it out. Yeah, that um, sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. So let's. You know, I want to do that sometime during the week, and like I said, this weekend I'll probably be going down to the Keys. I haven't been down there in a while, so I'll be doing some of that. Let's see what my brother gets me into. He he does it all the time, so he he should know what's going on. And then, you know, this this year has been kind of tough and everything like that. This summer has been kind of tough with a lot of stuff going on with me buying a house and all kinds of stuff and everything. But the next summer we definitely got to plan out something going down to the Keys and doing uh Doing some type of mothershipping down there in the Keys. Dunzo. Definitely not. You just you just let us know when it is, brother. We will we will make that trip happen for sure. And I will bet you that by then most of us will probably own a Intova camera. Do you know anything <laughs> about do you know anything about an Intova camera? I just only your post I saw. Like that. yep. That's all I know about it. All right. Well, they they were born in Hawaii. They're built for the world. And Tova Cameras are going to hopefully be a guest here on our show in the coming weeks. Uh, for those of you that like to video yourselves out there with GoPros and swans and contours and whatever else is out there, if the fine folks at Intova have gone, gone ahead and figured out a way to make a camera, well, they've already been making cameras, but they went ahead and found out a way to make a Sport HD camera with a waterproof case that is not only easy to use, extremely functional, at a fantastic value, that does everything that most of the others will do, and then some, and is waterproof deeper than the others, and uh, has a lot more to offer. Not only do they make a Sport HD, they also make um, small handheld um, waterproof cameras as well that go into the same style of a waterproof case as uh, the competition that you can also remove from that case and use as an everyday point-and-shoot camera, much like a uh, you know, little handheld personal camera. So uh, they also do flashlights that work underwater. They do lighting systems. They have 
Tons of different accessories. If you want to check them out, go to Intova, I-N-T-O-V-A dot net, I-N-T-O-V-A dot net. Um, check them out. Looks pretty awesome. They've got rail mounts. They've got shotgun mounts. They've got mounts for spear guns. They've got, dude, just about everything. And their Sport HD cameras, and Alan, you'll appreciate this, they float. Yeah, very good. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a, it's always a plus whenever uh, the camera itself floats. Uh, retail price on that camera is $149. So wow. if uh, yep, so if you have an opportunity to uh, to check them out for 149 but 149 bucks 149 bucks, um, they will. Uh, that's pretty pretty awesome, man. Uh, let's see. Who who is it now? There's something else that I was going to get to, and now I can't remember. But so we'll just, we'll forget about that. But let's go back to the uh, Intovas real fast. They uh, they're 1080p, 149 bucks. They float. What else can you ask for? <laughs> they come with uh, USB cables and all the happy stuff that you need in order to be able to uh, run those things into your computer to be able to download all your cool information, your footage, and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they work real well. And there's also, what's cool about it, too, and I'll have those, hopefully have those folks on soon to be able to talk about it more, but there's uh, filters for the lenses for certain situations. So, say you need a UV filter or you need a uh, magenta filter if you're in freshwater, if you're going underwater in freshwater, you want to, whoa, world of clean laundry detergent. Um, if you, uh, did you hear that? No. Oh, that was weird. I don't know what that was. Oh, it's a commercial. It just popped up on their website for laundry detergent. Um, spamming me. But anyhow. Uh, new check sponsor. It. Yeah, yeah. Tide. Check it out. Make sure clothes clean. Um, but, yeah, like I say, check them out in, in, in Tova, I-N-T-O-V-A dot net. Uh, I should be hope, – hopefully, again, we'll have them on here pretty shortly. Uh, that'll be pretty good. Uh, Randy English, who's in the chat room, he was there with us at the uh, shop today. Came by and saw us at Kai Swebo and uh, – he had an opportunity to watch some of the videos. They've got some really good videos on their uh, website of what the footage looks like, and it looks pretty good, man. I mean, it looks awesome, actually. Some of the underwater stuff is incredible, but uh, so check them out. And then uh, don't forget also, too, um, September the 14th, the Keep Emily in her, in her School Tournament for the Rouse family. That's going to be held at Kayaks by Bo. For more information, go to helpemilynow.org. Uh, don't forget to check out for all your custom rod needs. Check out our boy over there at Black Dog Custom Rods. Uh, Lenny, he's there in the chat room, little smiley faces he's throwing up. Um, when he's not out duck hunting, killing alligators, or catching the heck out of some redfish and, and mangrove snappers, he's in there building some of the, the finest custom rods that I've ever personally used. So uh, check him out. He's a friend of all of ours, obviously. He's a, he's a, he's a member of Space Coast Kayak Anglers and a, and a great all-around outdoorsman, so that's cool. Um, Alan, last-minute stuff, man. Talk about your tournament and then uh, hit up your sponsors, and let's, let's get out of here. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cars Park, all Redfish Classic, Saturday, November 9th. Captain's meeting, Friday, November 8th, 7 p.m. Uh, lunch provided. Uh, $40 entry fee covers your launch fee, T-shirt, lunch at the weigh-in, uh, cash payout, tons of prizes, camping, uh, good stuff. And I was going to mention I had a chance uh, last weekend. I don't, I don't know if we talked about it. 
uh, have not been by kayaks by Bo in uh, quite a while, haven't been fishing that area, and uh, my hat is off to you, sir. The shop looks awesome. I know uh, Steve McNerney's helped a lot. I think Randy's helped a lot. Um, the new uh, the new layout looks good. The Hobie Wall, uh, kayaks by Bo Outfitters, your new shop looks like it's going to be awesome. Um, happy for you, man. Looks like it's going to work out, so you guys are doing a great job up there. Yeah, no, I, I definitely appreciate that, man. We've uh, we've put in a lot of work for sure to get to get Tom's uh, shop completed as far as the Hobie Wall and all that stuff, and uh, definitely definitely excited about uh, the outfitter. So we'll, we're working on it. Very good. Yeah. Hopefully we get good. Jay in there, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get some uh, get some red zone in there. Got some got some racks all ready to go. I'm sure he can. Uh, Sure, he can hook you up. He's got a, a ton of designs, so definitely be a good addition. But uh, speaking of that, sponsors, uh, of course, Red Zone Apparel, Mr. Jay Withers that was on the show tonight. Uh, again, Kayaks by Bo, Harry Goods Outdoor Shop in Melbourne, uh, Temple Fork Outfitters, Yet Gear, Jackson Kayaks, Bending Branches Aquabound. Um, I think that's about it. Peppy. Slayer Inc. Slayer Inc. Chris Enzi. Yes, sir. Before uh, before I say anything about my sponsors, just a big announcement. Um, for all of you down in South Brevard County, everybody that's down in the South, Harry Goods will be carrying Slayer Inc. lures very soon. I mean, very Woo! soon. Cool. Yep. It is going to happen within the next week or so. It might even be sooner than that. But just so you all know, Harry Goods will be carrying Slayer Inc. Lures. Very so, cool. I got that announcement last night. I found out last night. So, so it is happening. <laughs> so, um, just want to let everybody know that Harry Goods will be carrying that stuff. Um, also, um, I want to thank Kayak Fishing Radio, Kayaks by Bo. Harry Goods Outdoor Shop in Melbourne, Native Watercraft, Aquabound Paddles, Larry Ink Lures, Hook One Kayak Fishing Gear, Yak Attack, Ram Mounts, Orca Coolers, Tackle Webs, Black Dog Custom Rods, Fishing Florida Radio, and Tailing Toads. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I, I got the word uh, today, too, from uh, our boy Chris Sensi up there about uh, him getting ready to open up Richard and... and it's about darn time to say that. But uh awesome. So let's see. Um I guess I need to go down my list of sponsors. Here we go. Hobie Kayaks, Orca Coolers, Tackle Webs, Clear Your Decks for Battle, our buddy over here, Captain Mike Ortigo from Fishing Florida Radio. You guys will keep your eyes open for uh for the next uh issue of the Fisherman's Journal from our boy Daryl Bars to be coming out. I did a write-up about tackle webs that uh, you may find interesting or at least helpful in your decision-making process when it comes time to uh, to buy yourself your next uh, tackle storage uh, solution for um, your kayak, which there are many of those available. Um, also, too, don't forget that... Uh, He's running himself a, a a little bit of a photo contest on uh, on Facebook too, so you can definitely check that out. Go to Dar- you can go to um, the Fisherman's Journal or go to Daryl Bars 
on Facebook. You'll find out his information there, and uh, you can hear more about it. I don't know if I have it here. I thought I had it here. Stand by just a second, and I don't see it at the moment. But sorry about that, brother. But yeah, just check him out on Facebook, uh, the Fisherman's Journal or Daryl Bars, and uh, get more information there about his uh, photo contest. And then um, who else we got here? Of course, we got Railblazer Yak Gear. Uh, very, very uh, stoked to be a part of their group as a brand ambassador, um, ego nets, ENO bending branches, um, which I just received my confirmation that my brand new paddle is on its way. I'm super excited about that. Um, Slayer ink lures, of course, Chris Sensi, you are the man. Uh, appreciate you, uh, constantly staying on the up and up with, uh, the new designs and stuff. I can't wait to see this new lure, man. I'm very excited about it. And then of course, kayaks by bow and KBB outfitters. Folks, if you're down in the south end, as you heard Peppy say, check out uh, our boy down there, Richard, at uh, Harry Goods Outdoor Shop. Show him some love with the uh, anticipated, can you get my old one what? I don't know. Sorry, I'm reading the chat room. Squirrel, uh, with the anticipated opening by some of the Bass Pro Shops down there in Palm Bay, uh, we need to remember that it's the locals who have been here for us the longest and who will continue to oh, paddle. No, you can't have my new, my old paddle. Sorry. You can buy it off me, but, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, just, uh, spend your money locally, locally owned and operated. You know, you're not paying for the fuel for a man's private jet. You're paying for the, for the food that goes on the man's table. So, uh, it's very important that you do that. But, uh, that's it. That's all I got. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns about the show, feel free to contact either one of us on Facebook. You can find Alan at Alan Ryland on Facebook. You can find Peppy at, at Jose Vidal or Peppy Vidal. I think it pops up either way. And then you can find me at Redfish Chuck or Charles Levi Jr. Um, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Um, do you guys have Twitter accounts? Yep, sure do. Sweet. I do, but I don't use them much. There you go. Is it at is it at Pepe uh, Vidal or is it at what, what what is your Twitter account? I think it's I think it's Pepe Vidal. I think it is, but I don't use it much. It's kind of I find Twitter kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. I don't really understand it, but <laughs> you can find me at Red at uh, Twitter at Redfish Chuck. Um, and then uh, feel free to send me an email if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, or message on Facebook, and we do our best to try and answer those in a timely fashion. For future reference, folks. We uh, we do accept phone calls throughout our show. 714-816-4727 is the number. You can jot that down if you'd like to. It's uh, 714-816-4727. And uh, give us your fishing reports. Let us know what's going on in your region. Uh, hopefully we'll hear back from some more of our regional guys later. I just, was re- I just handed my cell phone, and I got a text before the show from Brad Stevens from Sunjammers asking me if I wanted him to call with a report and I dropped the ball. So sorry about that, Brad, if you're listening to the show, um, call in next week, man, for sure. Just call in every week. Just plan on doing that. And, and that way here, we don't have any confusion. Um, but with that being said, God bless. Kiss your little ones. Good night. Cherish every moment you have with them. Life is short. Go out, catch some fish. And uh, get them out, get them outside, get them in the outdoors. You don't want them turning out like Miley Cyrus. So, uh, with that being said, I hope everybody has a great evening. Uh, stay tuned for the rest of the week for the fishing shows as well. 
We've got tomorrow night, we have the Double L crew out of Virginia Beach. Then we have the Low Sodium Show with uh, Mark Crew Wheeler. <clears throat> and then we have, uh, that's on Wednesday night. And then we have Thursday night, the Godfather himself, Chip Gibson, rounding out the show. Check us out at the Boondoggle as well. We'll be hanging out um, at some point. I'm sure we'll be giving out some free stuff at the Boondoggle, the three of us. So it'll be a lot of fun. And then uh, that's it. See you. To submit your local fishing report to be aired on Kayak Fishing Radio and the Kayak Fishing Radio iPhone and Android app, please follow these steps. Step 1. Create a Skype account. Step 2. Add Kayak Fishing Radio to your contacts on Skype. Step 3. Call Kayak Fishing Radio and you will hear a recorded greeting. Start recording after the tone. If you do not have a computer or access to one, you may call in via phone at 404-890-5232. That's 404-890-5232. Kayak Fishing Radio presents From the Space Coast of Florida. The Redfish Chuck Show, featuring your host, Charles Levi, a.k.a. Redfish Chuck, and the Redfish Chuck Show's co-host, Alan Ryland, and also featuring the Redfish Chuck Show's other co-host, Peppy 